0: primary ignition. This is Star Wars.
1: Look out! Core World
0: News. You may fire when ready.
2: From the bright center of the galaxy, I'm Rex contact and you're listening to Core World News, your all-new news service providing in depth coverage of other latest stories from around the galaxy. Now, the news segment rundown for July 21st, 2022. News and notes special
1: report. All right. Uh, Thank you very much, Grex. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Core World News. It's another week, some more Star Wars news. In fact, we haven't covered the news in a while, despite our moniker. Uh, And so we're going to do some of that and just uh, sort of kick it around a little bit this week. Um, I wanted to well, start off first by welcoming Adam back. Welcome back from your sojourn through the galaxy.
2: Good to be Uh, back. It it felt wrong exploring Barleth without you adam
1: yes uh, yeah.
2: yeah yeah and we should yeah. also apologize because uh kofan ferris is uh they slash them
1: um and pron- yeah i'm and pretty sure i used the wrong pronoun yeah i think we uh, may all... have
2: used it a couple of times the wrong way and yeah. it's just good to acknowledge that yeah uh, right yeah. off the bat but uh that was, that was actually I exactly that segment we we really wanted to be there with you adam because like yeah afra is i know right up your alley
0: you know me i love i love talking afra and and you know i won't. I won't go into a lot, but that that arc or that first part of that arc, it is, you know, writes break right back to the dark archaeology, which I love. So I was really enjoying it.
1: Any other notes you want to add in here? You get, this is your time, Adam. No,
0: really not. I just reread the the series uh, yesterday and today, and you you guys covered it all. Like, I, I honestly don't have anything to add. You, you said it all. I um I agree. I th- think you know grant i think you suggested that tag is going to end up fighting or getting up a, a confrontation with the um the uh now i can't think of the thing that's called <laughs> whatever the, the the power source that has uh taken yeah. over afra the ascendant technology the ascendant. yeah yeah, the ascendant technology the spark wait is it the oh, the, the eternal the, spark the eternal, eternal spark. spark i think you're right i think that's that's definitely where it's heading but i'm i'm looking yeah. forward to it yeah Okay. I disagree. I think part of it is you guys were both arguing that it might be something mystical. I still think it's scientific, even with the...
2: Um, oh, no, it's 100% science fiction. Yeah. That's what Aphra is, right? Yeah. Afra is like the most science fiction of Star Wars of the barometer, right? It's like, it yeah. basically, Afra the needles all the way to science, which is, I think, fascinating. And it's actually, some of my favorite Star Wars storytelling is the sort of like Scooby-Doo yes. tech that's feigning to be some sort of force. Mystical. ability. Like, that is the coolest stuff to me.
0: Which is fascinating because we always talk about the connection between Afra and Indiana Jones, and in every Indiana Jones movie, he thinks it's nothing but superstition. And turns out to actually be supernatural. Mm-hmm. And with Afra, it's the opposite. <laughs> like it <just laughs> always turns out to be some type of tech. Yeah, that is very true. Five, guys, it's 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 a thing. It's it's, awesome. it's happening.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll see. Lessons.
2: I'm excited. I saw silhouetted. Uh, basically a like shadowy shot of of Harrison Ford's you know yeah and, and I was impressed I'm
0: I'm excited we might get I mean one thing that's in the, on the horizon is right right now is day 1 of Comic-Con um it, is there a trailer you can, is there going to be a trailer for no it? that's what I was wondering is is there's not you know Lucasfilm doesn't have a large representation I think that's why we're recording this <laughs> on on Thursday because I don't don't expect a lot of Star Wars news coming out of it but I know you know at at um at the Star Wars event you know, they did have the Willow trailer and that picture from Indy five. But part of me is wondering if they're waiting for something at like Comic-Con to show a little more and try to get it celebrated in all Star Wars.
2: OK, Wakanda forever or like um, the Marvels
0: or something. Yeah, we'll get some we'll get some Marvel stuff for sure, I think. Yeah,
1: we on. Yeah. Um, well, we did get a little bit of Star Wars news this week. Um, we found out that uh, yeah. the Andor premiere will be two episodes. Um, that'll be on August 31st. Um, and then, Adam, you found some other news, too, But that actually just popped up about the directors.
0: Yeah, so what's really interesting is this is actually more about season two. So the st- the structure of season one and season two are going to be quite different. Both seasons are going to be 12 episodes long. We know that the entire series of Andor takes place five years, right? From five uh, BBY to zero BBY, right? Because it butts up yeah. right yeah. against right. Rogue right. One. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Wait, it does, it's, it's not going to explore like 18 BBY or like, you know. I think through
1: flashbacks. Or I think like through
0: flashbacks. But I think the main BBY, arc like, is, is the five years before Rogue One. Yeah. And it seems like season one is going to be... Really taking place almost exclusively in five to four BBY, and then season two is going to be four, three, two, one. Basically, they're going to be kind of the last four years.
1: Yeah, the last four years over the course. Yeah, of the season. And, I mean that makes
2: yeah, that's interesting because yeah. the rebellion be really problem. doesn't form until those 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 last four years before the Battle of Yavin. Because in Rebels, you're basically seeing the rebels. Ast- in the rebels you're seeing the rebel alliance establish their first base essentially
0: yeah i wonder if the first season is going to be really focused on 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 cassian right and a lot about cassian's journey and then i wonder if season two is going to be more about the rebellion right more about forming the rebellion and so gilroy was um was actually at celebration um and talked to um Talked to someone who was from Empire Magazine, and this just came out. It's funny because Celebration was a while ago, but they must have hold on held on to this, you know, getting close to the premiere. But he said that directors work in blocks of three episodes, so we did four blocks in season one of three episodes each. That's how they did it. And then what they realized is for season two, they could change, they, they could do something with that. And so basically it says we took, we looked and said, wow, it'd be really interesting if we can't come back and we use each block to represent a year. We'll move a year closer with each block. So each three episodes are going to be a block. Yeah. And he says, from a narrative point of view, it's really exciting to be able to work on something where you where you do a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then jump a year. So it seems like the, the season two is going to be three episodes, going to tell a very contained story, and then jump a year in the future, which is really interesting.
1: Yeah. That's, that's
2: fascinating one. because you see – that's interesting because – You'd think people were probably drafted into imperial service in the early year, early years of the Empire's, you know initial rise, right? Like yes. in the first five years, you'd think like Mon Mothma would have been like, I guess I don't know where Mon Mothma is at that point. but like you'd think people would be the empire be interested in people or they'd be going through like the you know the the uh advanced legislation as, as uh like youth legislator sort of like program with the empire like they would be like drafted mm-hmm. into the empire pretty early right because like the empire would probably be controlling all like ma- yeah you know, yeah like, like worlds,
1: 20 right? bby to 15 bby Right. That, that's when a lot of, you know, that's the, the burgeoning empire. when
2: was, Mo, it, I mean, like, it looks like in the trailer, it looks like Monmouth was in imperial garb, like, at one point.
0: Yeah, I have to look back at that. I mean, she definitely is, you know, in it's Senate. Still part of the Senate.
2: Yeah. Maybe yeah, the maybe imperial Senate. And they probably have, yeah. like, assigned imperial, like, garb or something. Like, they're, like, now.
1: I don't know. I didn't see like that imperial image that you saw. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, who knows?
0: But. I think what's really interesting is it almost sounds like if you think about what this means for season two is you have four blocks of three episodes each. And if each episode is about 45 minutes long, doesn't that sound like we're going to get four movies? Yeah. Sounds like four feature films.
1: Yeah. Especially with the time jumps, then, like, that's going to really – yeah, it's really going to feel like, you know, a series of of movies.
2: That's fascinating because you really could explore, like, the Empire's takeover of a single world and, like, what that does to a government and, like – yeah the planet and the people uh over time which could be really effective
1: yeah it's gonna be wild man i mean it's a very hot time in the galaxy like all gear like everyone's at fever pitch wait there are clone
2: troopers in the trailer though i i did see clone troopers in the trailer yeah
0: Yeah. there's definitely okay it explores other like
2: Periods of the it, timeline. Yes, it's yeah, uh, yeah. so
0: absolutely. I think. I think yeah. the main narrative arc is going to be within that year, and then there's going to be flashbacks. I guess. I'm guessing we're oh, going to be very told. Very excited for the flashback. I, I mean, this <laughs> is. Just I'm just guessing gonna gonna we're going to be amazing. told Cassian's origin stories, like <laughs> uh, why he became yeah. who he became. And wait, I mean, I'm, the droid. I just saw the
2: droid. It's uh, a. Yeah. It's k 2 K2SO. B2 emo. Oh, it's an emo.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh! they have an emo droid? Does
0: he have it like a
2: B two or B side part
0: covering? Yeah, his does he have like a does he I have, have like a cut cut over, like a haircut over one side of his face? Is like cool. antenna droops <laughs> down over one set of eyes.
1: It just rolls around and smokes clothes.
0: Listen to "My Chemical Romance." <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, it's like K two S O, but it's B two emo. Or <laughs> <I don't know.
1: laughs> you can't, can't be B two.
2: Brian oh. Eno, the the droid. Um,
1: yeah, V <laughs> two emo. That's like that That's, sounds like a band name.
2: It so does. That's <laughs> amazing. I'm on board. It looks um, incredible. It looks like a gonk like astromech fused together with sort of like four, I guess, uh, wheels. Out, out.
0: Uh, I love this. Expanding. I love this era of just of just hacking droids together. Like remember in the Mandalorian at the end of season one, where you get the R two droid, which has like with the the, the little the little um, gondola driver droid.
1: Yeah, Yeah. no, a, this one looks like yeah. it's
2: one. It's a complete droid, but mm-hmm. it's just just built I that guess way. I think it's old. I think I read the description. I think it's quite old and it's been it's it's helped uh, Andor's family for a long time. like move, you know, shift <laughs> cargo, move around, move stuff around. Yeah, that's
0: yeah. I I'm very excited. Trusty
2: and old, you know, family
0: droid. You know, yeah. that's all we ever want. And, and again, like the thing with Cassian is I I think. That we're kind of not sleeping on but not talking about a lot is that like and i just mean we as in like the collective we is it the first season's 12 episodes long that's yeah. long for we yeah. haven't gotten that long of a season on star wars and and in fact like so many of the seasons of like i saw, television. i saw, I saw a episode. recent press photo i think of
2: um uh, uh of of andor of um uh, mm-hmm. cassian yeah, and um diego luna was looking good like they basically like they made him look as good as possible, and therefore, like th- there's no sense of like Rogue One, like like that he's older than he was in Rogue One. It's like yeah. he just looks I mean,
0: fantastic. That man is, and that man, is, yeah, yeah, man is gorgeous. He has not he aged. He just, you don't need it's to age him
2: Incredible, like the yeah. shot I saw that I was just like, oh, of course you make this show. He's like one of the actors who just does not age, and it's like no. he's like, yeah, it's he's one of perfect. the most beautiful human yeah. beings. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly, of all time. And, I was like, this is perfect. Like yeah. there's, the show is going to feel seamless. They're exploring an incredible, you know, part of the timeline. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. going to be
1: awesome. We, we still know very little about this series, even after seeing the, um, the trailer, but we, we what we do know is it has an incredible budget. Yeah. You know, that they're using a lot more live, um, you know, live action sets than, you know, in than Mandalorian and Boba Fett and all that. Um, and now we know that, I mean, it's going to be 24 episodes and they already have two seasons planned. They've never been like, oh, yes, this is going to be T Like,
0: no, it's they've completely called already shot.
1: Like, the whole series.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm very excited for that because what we've mostly we've experienced in Star Wars <laughs> since the kind of Disney era started is a lot of like flying by the seat of their pants. Yeah. Right. Like, and, yeah. and it's, and they've been pulling it off amazingly. But it's just like actually something planned out and executed. I'm really excited to see what they're capable of with that.
1: Yeah. And I like the fact that they have dedicated directors for certain arcs. It just feels a lot more intentional than like, you know, Boba Fett or, you know, even Mandalorian. It's just like you get a show and you get a show. And I mean, granted, they're giving them to amazing directors. And I I (laughs) want to see all of them do more in the Star Wars universe. But um, but it just it's it's it's, it's more comforting. uh, You know, what's crazy is like
2: the Empire promised order, but like apparently statistically the Empire the during the time of the Galactic Empire like crime was at an all-time high yeah and, like a moffs took bribes and all this sort of stuff I think Andor is going to lean well, heavy into the corruption of the Empire oh, yeah. yeah do you want me all to get rid of yeah yeah and then Filoni really- alludes to basically like you know Tarkin and Ularan basically were like the Jedi were like oh we don't feel right like you know governing these clones and being generals and they're like There are guys waiting in the wings to basically lead these clones, and that's that's
0: yeah. I mean, you know why crime was rampant during the Empire is because fear of crime is one of the biggest motivators to have a strong totalitarian totalitarian government. Right. Right. That there's. I I mean, I don't want to go into our own country, but there's a reason why fear of crime is one of the things that. Republicans and yeah. Democrats are both harping on constantly.
1: Right. Uh, it authorizes authorizes authoritar- authoritarian response. Yep. And yeah. It makes a and I mean, yeah. It makes a lot of sense that all the you know the the crime syndicates were flourishing under the empire. Yeah. They liked it because they were they were being fueled yeah. by the empire. Exactly. Good times.
0: Good <laughs> times. Cycle of violence. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's not gonna end well. That's what I was talking about. Star Trek is a reflection, right? Like, I mean, Star Wars is a reflection. Oops. Uh, that's from later. I have a Star Trek thing later. Um, Trek. So since we're talking about budgets, here's a segue for y'all. All right. Uh, a little bit of news came out about Skeleton Crew. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, not a ton, but Hollywood Reporter uh, got the rundown on the budget for season one. And the budget for season one is $136 million, Whoa. Which is about a third higher than Mandalorian. So they're spending quite a bit of money on this one. It's still nothing like one thing they point out is like WandaVision, Loki and Hawkeye were all between 150 and 225. So it's not quite to that level, but like they're spending closer to the budgets of Andor and Obi-Wan a little bit on on skeleton crew, which seems to be like there seems to be that like I think basically what this suggests is not that they believe more in it, but they're seeing returns. On the Star Wars investment, and they're starting to reinvest. That's the
1: only way I could imagine them permitting. I mean, it always comes down to the dollar. I'm just really Mm -hmm. glad it's happening because it's they're making really good content. You know, it's like you've got all of these like great directors and writers lining up to try and like put their vision on the screen in this amazing like you know IP. Wait, wait, guys,
2: guys, could Skeleton Crew not be Huyang like during the High Republic, like bring doing a gathering or something?
0: I mean, I could tell you it's not because it's part of the Mandoverse, <laughs> which unfortunately. what? Sorry to. First oh, your bubble oh, there, Grant. I
2: mean, Mandoverse. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. I meant Mandoverse. Uh, do, do you think it could. Oh, I guess not, because then that's post. So, yeah. I'm sorry about that. You're apology accepted. I, yeah. I really thought that would be a great show, though. You want to, like, I, I agree. Do, like, I, Jedi that, I love that Show. 100%. Gathering. I mean,
1: yeah, the you you know, Young Skeleton you
2: Crew said. is during the Mandoverse, it's Jude Law. Uh that font is all rusted. It looks like it's like he's taking out some sort of, he's he's a freighter pilot or like a transport pilot. Something he's like bringing that. people somewhere with kids. Yeah. Kids with somewhere. Bringing yeah. yeah. like a Hamlin younger tones. cast
0: group of cast members. I'm yeah. I might be like too excited for a Jude Law Star Wars. Can you <laughs> be too excited <sorry> for <laughs> what's that? Too I mean Did I was just, just thinking Jude what Law Jude Law could
2: be in oh, Star Wars and I was instantly like droid, 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 droid. And I was like, What what's what's not a droid? What else could he be? I'm just like a chiss like that would be
0: cool oh he'd be great as a chiss but jude law is one of our best character actors that we won't let be a character actor
1: right right exactly
0: i know you he has to go
1: all in on the
2: character if he's going to be in the star wars because don't i mean i don't want him to be like this grounded pilot from like carillia i want him to be like no yeah
1: character i was actually just i was just watching in um Star Wars, Clone Wars, you know, the animated series and um, the show Vizla. Um and he looks like Jude Law. And I was like, oh, man. Yeah, that's the animated. You're gist- right.
2: Like, actually, you're exactly right. Oh, I didn't think about that. But yeah, it's totally. uncanny. Now that you say that.
1: Yeah, of course, with John, he's Favre. another Vizla
2: and like the John Favreau Vizla is like the gruff, like a cousin or something. Yeah. OK.
1: Well, actually, no, I, mean, I think that is Favreau is uh, Paz.
2: Yeah, Favreau is Paz, right?
1: Yeah, but uh, it just, but it looks just like Jude Law. I mean, if, if I was voice acting... If Jude, Jude Law think, became the like face Jude of, like,
2: the Mandalorians and, like, him, Tamar Morrison, you know, Peter Pascal, like, that is a legendary crew.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: He's pretty sweet. Who knows what they'll do with him? I mean, maybe he's a nondescript pilot or maybe he's something cooler.
0: Yeah, no, maybe. Uh, no, the other thing I just saw... They? Uh, no, I saw this too. Is that he's? Ah, uh, apparently it's already shooting in California right now. Great. Right. So there, I didn't realize it was already running, up and running, which is amazing. Yeah. They're... I mean, so we, so Obi Wan was like a triumphant success, critics, fans, like it. It just is one of those things that's kind of yeah. roundly loved, and and I have a feeling based on early buzz of Andor, we're going to get that. Right. It's really interesting. Like, Star Wars decided to, like, step back from the movies for a bit, right? Like, Book of Boba Fett notwithstanding, which did – it was the most watched, I think, and it did well. But, you know, a little more divisive in terms of critical feedback and discussions and and positive – I don't mean in a toxic fandom. We'll talk about that in a minute. But I just – what I'm trying to say is, like, they're going to have two, I think, mega successful shows in a row, right, with Obi-Wan and Andor. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be interesting to see how they capitalize on that right like right. we may be gearing back up for like we thought we were at peak star wars and we didn't even realize
1: yeah because it's going to start raining star wars i mean bad batch is going to be like shortly following Andor. or yeah. like ahsoka is going to be hot on its heels and then it's
0: it's and season three is coming yeah i
1: have to think
2: ahsoka might open up uh like the the, the, the larger sort of like a cross show event that they yeah
0: I think had planned
2: right. basically because yeah. Ahsoka basically is, seems like it's going to tap into Thrawn. It seems like it's going to tap into you know where Ezra's where is Ezra obviously is like the lingering question that's yeah. in all of our minds as Star Wars fans. I mean, if you haven't watched Rebels yet, like check it out. It's totally. a fantastic story and uh, it it ends on a cliffhanger and it's a cliffhanger as beautifully done as the end of clone wars. It's like, mm-hmm. it's just as perfect of a button uh, yeah. on that whole story. And uh, I think it's cool and it's a great lingering mystery, you know, uh, given how, whatever your take is on the mystery box and that whole, you know,
1: yeah.
2: ideology. It's, it's really cool. how they, they, It's kind of open-ended.
1: You know, who's like a, like, like a, a character that just hasn't been resolved at all, but like, it's to- is right there in the middle of the of the Mandoverse. Hmm. Jason sindula Oh, you know, yeah, he, he's going to yeah. show up at some point. And well, he's, wouldn't he's,
2: Jason Cedulla be the best pilot to ever grace the galaxy? Because he could Harris also be force in, a force in it. He and, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, and he's been riding cockpit since birth.
2: Yeah,
1: yep. <laughs> Ben's been
2: birth. keeping track. Ben's like this might be the best pilot ever, ever. But
1: like, there hasn't assist. been a syllable written about him. He had like a little blip at the end of.
2: Wouldn't that be your rogue squadron, though? Wouldn't it be like post Tross? So
0: like
1: he could be in that. Of, yes. Uh, rogue well, <laughs> I don't
0: know. So as I remember, and I'm trying to Google it fast. That sounds very similar to Corn uh, Horn. Uh, yeah. whose name we already <laughs> encountered in Obi-Wan. Right. But in old EU, he was Corellian Security Force and then became part of Rogue Squadron. And he did not realize he was Force-sensitive until, like, much later in his life. So he's, like, an amazing pilot and did not realize he was... and then became an amazing Jedi. But part of it was is that he was Force-sensitive and Luke kind of went, like, you know you have the Force, right? Like, you you know that's what's going on. And he kind of gets trained. It becomes oh, that, a Jedi. That so. can be cool. So you might have that with Jason, right? Like maybe like Hera doesn't want to tell him about the force or train him in the force because of, of what it did to Ezra and and right. And so like he has this like he just knows he's pretty naturally good at, you know, flying for whatever reason.
1: Yeah, that could be really cool. I just looked. So I've been kind of obsessing over timelines lately. And that's mostly fun. because we're we're all reading um, uh, Shadow of the Sith right now. Yeah. Which we will talk about next week. Um with uh, Meg Dowell, actually. I think I can announce that now. Um, yeah. And yeah, um, a famous blog writer and of, owner of uh, the Instagram handle uh, Star Wars Book Reviews. Mm-hmm. And um, but out. yeah, so I, I don't know. I've been, there's certain characters in that book uh, that I've wanted to look at the names and all that. But I, so I just looked up Jason Sindula, and he was actually born in the year zero BBY, hmm. um, which is kind of interesting. So you know, Mando versus nine years, uh, ABY and then, um, getting there. So he's getting, he's well, That's getting a tell that
2: for a- the end of rebels then. So how old is he in the very last shot of rebels? Cause he looks to be like five or six in that shot.
1: Yeah. Well, it could be, uh, I mean, they also show stuff. So that is the time yeah. of
2: Mando basically. Feloni yeah. was like, we have a timeline for a Boba yep. Fett like character. It's basically where my show ended, and we can basically work around it, but ultimately has to get back to Sabine and Ahsoka finding Ezra because that is yeah. the larger narrative.
1: Well he could be, yeah, so he could be a child actor in in that show. I mean, we're I'm pretty sure actually we see Harris and Doula in the Andor um promos or oh no, in the Ahsoka promos. It, right?
0: it was a it was a very handheld camera copy of the ahsoka trailer from celebration but we definitely see her in that yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. so
1: <laughs> if syndula showing up in the ahsoka show then we might see a young um jason syndula there but uh he's going to be an interesting character and um i don't know that just occurred to me that, that... no
0: I, that's a great point ben like i because he's just introduced at the very end right like i always forget he's out there yeah. It's like another person, another force. I mean, we have to assume he's more sensitive. I guess we don't have to. It's not always. But right. I think probably, we can assume yeah. he's
1: force And for, for Tracy, um, is uh, Jason Sindula. I should probably just say from Jenny, and then I'll make it more personal, And because Jenny wouldn't know this either. This is uh, Jason Sindula yeah. is the son of Hera sindula of Rebels, the Twilight, and um, the Jedi, Caleb Dune, also known as Kanan
0: Jarrus. Yeah. And then to also for also other listeners who are not so privy to the old eu uh leia and han in the old eu had twin children who were both force sensitive uh jaina and jason and so that was a nod to that so that's the other reason i'm like he's got to be force sensitive because he's he's named yeah. after you know a jedi
1: yeah i think actually EU. didn't um actually uh, george lucas's son's name is jason as well and i think oh that would, makes sense i think it's spelled j a c e n but uh yeah, he he was he acted in um uh the Revenge of the Sith. He was the one oh, sort of carved. So you go by
0: Jet. Maybe. There's another Jason? There's also Jet Lucas. There's a lot of There's a lot of Luke I out there. Okay. But yeah, maybe, you're right,
1: moniker. Yeah.
0: What if at the end of this large event
2: like the like New Republic fleet takes out all the, you know, remnant Imperials and it's like jason Sindula is flying an x-wing you know just taking people out at the very end That'd of, be cool. of the mando yeah the whole, the whole story mando yeah it'd
1: be be interesting because they have i mean there has to be the final order left hidden around exegol but there is sort of post um the battle of jakku there's still a bunch of warships that the empire right um, yep. And, you know,
2: I think that's the next great show. Honestly, is like I would love to. I mean, this is a pitch here. Don't everybody thank me at once. It's like I would love to see a show where it's like explores the Emperor's like exploratory squadron that finds Exegol in like those first five years of the Empire. Like, would that not be a fun show? And then you you go with these this sort of like navigational. You know, there's a, a navigator. There's a acolyte of the Beyond. There's yeah. Uh, a bunch of pilots and like, you know, like uh, higher ups in the the Navy. Like, yeah, uh, I, I agree. Like, yeah, that'd be a fun show, like an exploratory we're... show. But it's the bad guys, it's like bad
0: start. The guys. thing is, is that's the thing like we, we have, you know, we're getting the acolyte. We don't know a lot about it, but we know it's it's, you, you know, know, it's uh, High Republic and it's dealing with, you know, dark side. But I would love a Mandoverse time period slash, you know original trilogy time period dark side show or yeah. bad guy show and not to glorify them but just like they're so yeah. interesting and there's got to be some interesting characters wouldn't it be like doggy like, dog and like they would all yeah,
2: yeah. they out and just be like yeah. like the sith basically
1: we'll be so, a lot like this book we're reading right now you know shadow yeah. of the sith like there's, there's yeah, yeah. a lot i just give them some more screen time it's so compelling to see like dark side user. oh
0: yeah it's the best i it's... I think there's also storytelling that happens. So so um there's a. Uh, I'm thinking of um old EU, because again I'm I'm working my way through.
1: You're so right here
0: comes playing bingo. Adam starts referencing really old Star Wars books. Uh but Gilead uh Paleon is an admiral from the who survives basically being part of the uh Being part of the Empire, then part of the Shattered Empire, Mm -hmm. then starts running basically the little conclave of the Empire that's left before the Yuuzhan Vong War. And then they have to become part of the New Republic to fight the Yuuzhan Vong. And now we're past Yuuzhan Vong, and he's actually a part of this new government. And part of what you get his story is that like he just believed in order— he believed in the system. He thought he could make it better from the inside. And like, so you can tell that story of someone who's stuck within the bureaucracy of the empire, who, yeah. who, you know, believes in, in the government, but doesn't know how corrupt it really is. Right. So you can have a good person within yeah. that system still.
1: They, you know, they did that with the character, Ray Sloan. I think for mm-hmm, the most mm-hmm. part, she's a virtuous character and has, has been kind of following that trajectory. Um, she's featured prominently in, um, The aftermath series, and she's been in a bunch of other things too. Yeah, she was in. um, um, She was in one of the first appearance
2: of Ray Sloan in I think Bando at some point, right? Because she's taking control of the the first order. Um, She's kind of the. She's
1: in in the the last general general charge. I think Rise of Skywalker. I think Uh, I think she's on the bridge of one of the final um, order ships. Um, But. Yeah. As far as like yeah, she's, she's featured
2: heavily in the heavily in the final aftermath book, and then she's uh featured in I, I mentioned in the Phasma book, I believe, and like other books. Like, she is New
1: Dawn, she's in that one yeah, a lot
2: ahead of the, the first order, like her start.
1: Yeah, that's like her rise to power is in, in New Dawn, and um, yeah, no, she's a cool character, but she's definitely a virtuous character there. But I think she sort of dies unceremoniously in Rise of Skywalker they just sort of stuck her on the bridge. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. or maybe, yeah. Did that happen?
2: I don't remember that happening.
1: Yeah. I mean, I could look, I didn't mean to go down a race loan tangent, Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I could,
2: No, it would make sense for her to appear, but
1: I'm almost thinking, I'm almost
2: thinking, Th- I'm almost thinking what would be the most appealing to me is Thrawn coming back, taking control of a fleet and using like the first clone abomination that Palpatine's made, and is wielding it as a as yeah. a sort of weapon, like a Jedi weapon or something.
0: I, I mean, yeah, it's, that it's is too, such a fun plot, right? You kind of a light
2: mastermind with the yeah. actual physical threat, like the Demogorgon. You know, like you yeah. get like a fun thing. Well,
0: you get that kind of light heir to the Empire. Yeah. Right? retelling, right? Like you use yeah. that story, but you break it down to its components. Exactly. And it works. Now we're getting we're all gonna get what we want because when I was just googling is that I forgot that uh, uh, Pelion was actually introduced in um Heir to the Empire and he's Thrawn's second in command. <laughs> wow. And so Faloni's recanonized him. He shows up in an episode of Rebels. Oh wow, and 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 Feloni, in an interview said, I'd like to think that he survived it. He survived <laughs> nice. Rebels. and that other storytellers can continue telling a story because one of my favorite things is recanalize recanonizing that character. So like, great. Filoni wants it, so now we're hundred percent going to see him. Yeah. <laughs> in this, so, I mean, in this. Like, but, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I <laughs> mean, like, that's incredible, and like, I can't wait for this.
2: This war with Thrawn, I guess, that's yeah. on the horizon, but uh, like, it's not mentioned in a lot of the canon material that comes out now, and so like, it would be a big addition. It'd be like a big module, sort of like addition to the canon. You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think. K-truh. uh Just. To go back to the race, loan for a second. Um, the correction: she was in a chapter called "The Final Order." In from a certain point of view, uh, Empire Strikes oh, Back. Right, right, right. So that's right. Okay. But she was just, uh, she was just a, a general at that point, um, yeah. or, or you know, a, a captain, I think, aspiring. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Um,
1: but no, that's that's great to hear that um, Gideon's still kicking around. Yeah. What's his name? Gideon Paella
0: uh i think i said like paleo uh uh paleon 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 well you gotta think also like
2: exegol's in full swing still like that was never disrupted and i got i got hope honestly this is my big hope is that like bis gets Mm recanonized tell us about this i think that planet is so cool and i love the idea of like the Emperor's citadel being there and it's not coruscant it's not like the center of the galaxy it's just like i guess it is still at the core if you look at the map but it's uh it's it's interesting that it's kind of and like i guess there's like notes if you look at it in like wikipedia it says like it was discovered 32 bby or something like that like it was recently discovered i was like what this planet was like just discovered it's like this misladen like acidic sort of like acid rain planet i don't know it's just a cool planet i was like okay, i hope, hope this gets recanonized. and i guess that's where some cloning happened and that's where the eye of the pelp eye of pelpatine, mm-hmm. i guess like was for a minute or something um
0: huh.
2: i don't know look at the old legend
0: stuff yeah I mean, it technically is in canon but it is it's on the new other new than map. it exists I mean, look, basically discuss... exists is the only thing we know yeah i mean the new design. Yeah. i think this yeah.
2: Because like, where does they take a uh, chief scientist namaste to that woman at the end of Bad Batch? And I'm convinced that that's Abyss, right? Like, that's got to be like your sure. empires cloning.
1: List. Yeah, they should have a cloning facility that's not exegol, right? They've got to have like
0: yeah. a, a
1: localized um, branch.
0: Yeah, Something so somewhere, Grant, Grant. So, yeah, so Biss, I'm I'm also Googling very quickly. Uh, yeah, so that's that's the Dark Empire planet. That's the yeah, clone of yeah, yeah, yeah. Empire and Luke's fall to the dark side. Yeah. yeah yes. and the old canon. Yeah.
2: That's where his citadel is. And I think there's like super weapons world devastators,
0: or something. That's right. Yeah. Good times. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a great planet. Super cool. I remember that now from the comics. Yeah. So, yeah,
1: cool. um, well, we're we're burying the lead on the most important story of the week, which is Simon Pegg. Um <laughs> So I know nothing
2: or, about this, too. I'm just hearing this with uh, it's, it's, brush, it's right? the Internet being the Internet.
1: Yeah. Simon Pegg, uh nominated the Star Wars uh, fandom is the most toxic fan base. That's my shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I Sorry,
0: was...
1: can't argue with him about no, I, that, like, honestly. <laughs> yeah,
0: I know. Like, he's not wrong. Yeah. Like, And so. I want to give a bit of context to this because like some of those things that like if you just Google Star Wars right now and hit news, the entire first page is like Simon Pegg says this. Simon Pegg says that. And like so he was on a radio show on XM or Sirius XM, the Jim and Sam show. No idea what that is. But he was asked, what is the hardest (laughs) franchise? What who's the hardest fans to please? And he talks about Star Wars. Two things about it. He completely owns. What I like about this interview is what he does is then talk about like I helped create this in some ways. Because he talked about going after the prequel trilogies so hard. Oh, did he? Yeah, he did. Oh, he like early, like spaced like his his show space, which was basically a precursor to uh, Shaun of the Dead and all that stuff. It's a BBC series. Really funny. Um, there's a whole series where he's just like going off. There's a whole like he has, like it's just this monologue, which is actually really funny, where he goes off on the prequel trilogies and goes off on episode one, like just lists. Every complaint about it. So he talks about it, and he says like I've apologized about the things that's that that uh about it, and specifically apologized about Jar Jar his going after Charger so much because we've heard so much. You know what's sad that about affected Ahmed best? What's I, that?
2: I feel like the prequels were like a how-to book of how to make a Star Wars movie. Like they were mm-hmm. like. Yeah, they're not the greatest films ever, but they're like, At least do this around these beats on the screenplay and it will be it will actually please the audience and it'll be theatrical and bombastic and fun and yeah. you know, one liners here and there and all this kind of fun stuff, as well as deep sort of philosophical dialogue. Yeah mixed yeah. in there but obviously the original trilogy I think is like this really sort of uh, this enigma because it's this impassioned piece but it's kind of like the directing is a little stale and at least the first movie and then but it's like it just the, the world is so rich that you're just like this is really it, it captures a sort of lived-in reality yeah. that I don't think we've seen just yet with the Disney era but I'm hoping I mean, Mando is getting closer but again There's an inauthentic – there's like an inauthentic quality to a lot of the sets and like the – I don't know, like the –
1: Volumes wearing thin on you?
2: No, I don't – it's not even that. It's more of just like – the characters are like doing safe stuff they're basically like saying the old western line instead of like yeah. being complex deep characters like a better yep. us all or like something like a, a show that just is really trying to give all on this character on the character front you know what i mean like
0: but, that i almost I, want more character driven work it's But i think what i'm starting to complex. get is that the mandiverse is the popcorn movie version or the popcorn tv show of star wars Right, that is the. You get your serialized storytelling. It's fast paced. There's there's definitely yeah. some lore going on, and then the other ones are more meditative, like Obi Wan and Andor. I feel like are going to be these more, not necessarily. I don't want to say adult in I a of but I think like, the most like yeah. economic script where it's like they
2: say what they need yeah. to, and the yeah. action propels totally. the story, and it's just this like ride almost, which I'm yeah. very excited for. And if the political I'm hoping it's just michael clayton dialogue when it's just the politics you, got, you know what i mean like that's all i want and so he's tony gore has delivered on that front so yeah. you know in that film and i have had my faith that it's going to be just incredible i agree witty witty dialogue
0: yeah. can i go back yeah. and talk talk about something that simon Pegg said that i'm i do not agree yeah. with at yeah. all that i'm actually a little yeah. like i don't know what he's smoking um so peg says star trek fandom is the exact opposite of star horse Uh, I find that Star Trek fans have always been very, very inclusive. You know, Star Trek's about diversity. It has (laughs) been since 1966. It always has. There's no sort of like, oh, you're suddenly being woke, Peg added. Uh, No, Star Trek. uh, No, Star Trek was woke from the beginning. You know, this is a massively progressive Star Wars. Suddenly there's there's a little bit of more diversity and everyone's kicking off about it. Okay, I don't know where he's burying his hand in the sand because, yes, I will 100% agree that Star Wars is has a tougher, more toxic fandom. Star Trek has been going through it forever. And especially with new Star Trek. And they introduced a black captain in this new in in discovery and the internet went nuts about that. And so I'm really mad that he is, he is just kind of downplaying in the past, how bad that, that it's, it's not about Star Wars. It's not about Star Trek. It's about toxic internet fan it's about toxic fandom period yeah and it exists everywhere and like i i i'm just thinking of like i don't want to i won't ruin star trek strange new worlds but the the season finale just came out last year and like half of the internet is getting the lesson of that of that episode wrong and it's driving me nuts (laughs) so Mm -hmm. so anyway (laughs) that's what's the problem
1: with the hive mind is you read read about everyone's opinion and everyone's got their opinion and it's just like yeah you know, I don't need to hear everyone's. <laughs> no, right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I prefer to listen to experts talk about things. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be there. I, I do think like fundamentally, you know, Star Trek actually did, did deal with just the fact that like how people talk to each other, where like Star Wars, they have like they speak in Galactic Basic and it's just they speaking. Oh, yeah.
0: Right. I mean, it's, and then, it's, when,
1: you know, they use translators yeah. in um, Star Trek. Yeah. Uh, so it
0: right and it, Star it, it, Trek did start out and has remained as, as Simon Peck said progressive. It is a progressive yeah. work. Like it, it yeah. absolutely is. Back to
1: opera and like yeah.
0: I mean the I mean the original series is all allegories about social issues, and that's still to this day. There's a lot of allegories yeah. about social issues occurring in Star Trek in a way that's very progressive. I just don't. I don't want to give. I don't want to give the fans. Because I don't want to call them fans. I hate keep saying this fans because they're not fans. These people are not fans. But I don't, don't know. I don't want to say that there's not toxicity surrounding Star Trek either.
1: Like yeah. His, ex- yeah. Oh, my gosh. If you if you talk to a diehard Star Trek fan and oof. you say the word J.J. Abrams, they will give you a black eye <laughs> or discovery
0: or like any of that stuff. And like this whole thing around like just Strange R- New Worlds is hard. just yeah
1: and
2: yeah. that's the thing, like strange uh, new worlds no, is but like, film twitter loves wrath of khan like that is our movie sure
0: yeah, we take yeah. that
1: the point. og wrath of khan but hey, like OG. the new one like the jj the I mean, version they're like i
0: mean that's yeah. also just a bad movie <laughs> the jj <GJ. laughs> oh the jj one
1: is just yeah.
2: it's <laughs> not even like i was like why not just do it the nothing khan to do with anything in be years and found
0: on a weird world like why not just do some weird oh
1: stuff?
0: god i don't even what
1: want to go but the original star trek the first star trek
0: the first yep. Star Trek reboot by Abrams was amazing, and Beyond I think is actually who written by Simon Pegg, by the way. Was I actually think Beyond is really good that people don't give enough thought to. But I was just gonna say with Brave New World, I think what we're seeing too, and we'll move past Star Trek in a second. But I just I gotta give Strange it where it's due. Yeah, Strange New Worlds. Thank you. Um, is that it? Is a great? It's it's amazing. I love it. It's my favorite Star Trek in a long, long time. But some of the stuff that the, some of the some of the discussion points that are happening online are oh, they got it right. It's this type of captain. And you can read the subtext of what this type of captain is, which is a white male cis dude running a running a thing. And also like, oh, they're doing it as it's supposed to be right. It's that it's that really low level toxicity of like, you know,
1: yeah, not, dog whistle. Yeah. I just talking. thought it was more yeah.
0: story. I thought there was more dynamic yes. storytelling with the like motivated 100%. camera movements. I thought the yes. motivated
2: camera movements were just far superior. It
0: diversity of, of plots and diversity of character plot lines and diversity of story yeah. types. It, it's the it is the best Star Wars in the new Star, or Star Star Trek in the new Star Trek era, but but you gotta be careful of the of that of that dog whistle as, as Ben said, the kind of the dog whistle stuff that's happening after that.
1: But you also hey, have, so so
0: some, Simon Pegg was on car plot. He's not he, is he returning in any way to any of the Star Wars properties? So my favorite thing is this was written up in Variety. This article was written up, and the last line, literally alone, was: "Peg had a small prosthetics laden role as Unkar Plot in Star Wars: A Black Small Awakens. Role, <laughs> prosthetics laden role,
1: prosthetic laden role."
0: Yeah. Um, well, no, I don't think we'll, we'll ever now, see Uncarplot. He, like, he was one of those memorable, Dengar, like awesome. Uncarplot. Yeah, portion. he was like one of those like memorable characters of that he movie. He's great. It's so great. It's I, it's one of the most quotable lines from that. It's one of the most quotable moments. And yes, Ben, he 100 percent should come back as Dengar, and I hope I hope he will do that. He's always welcome. <laughs> I like him. I in in I the, the Mandalorian, Dengar. Dengar,
1: that would be so sweet. That would be awesome.
0: Okay, isn't um, he in the, the boys? Watch?
2: Isn't he like the dad in the boys?
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, he's Dewey's dad in the boys. Oh, wait,
1: Dewey. with an American accent, it's Huey? the Most uncomfortable thing,
0: Louie. I can't remember <laughs> the Huey.
1: It's just so wrong. It's dude. like, dude, just be British. I don't I mean, it's yeah, not it's that he's not... even bad at it. It's just no, this it's... Weird <laughs> juxtaposition that my brain can't no. like process. He
0: sounds fine. It's not like it's not like Benjamin. It's not like Benjamin uh coverback's yeah. trying to do an American. We're yeah. yeah. we at the end of the but... No, he's good. Hmm? Yeah. Are we at the end of our just news just... segment? I don't know where we are. I think <laughs> we're at the very end.
2: I have one more pitch for a show, you guys. Jedi trials. Hear me out. All right. Jedi no trials.
0: I will not hear you out I already and then it's, a
2: stone, it. it's a stone labyrinth and it's like Hunger Game meets like uh, you know um, I'm trying to think I guess um, Hunger Game meets what is it called mirror maze or something like that mirror or something it's like you know meets Divergent but it's a bunch of Jedi just trying to survive yeah. these trials through like a labyrinth basically Like, and it's like the original trials
1: Oh, so it'd be like it. an old show? Like what time period?
2: Yeah, I guess old. Like, uh, and old doesn't even, it doesn't even need to be very specific about it because they're trapped in the labyrinth the entire time. Like six yeah. episodes.
0: I think I I think that's awesome. I think that argues for why we need or continue to need small um, limited series as as made for Disney plus movies. Like, that's, a small show. that's a small show, that. but
2: it's like yeah. a lot could be explored there, I guess. I, but there are yeah. the stories and the threats in the maze. And...
1: Yeah, the nature of the force.
2: Sure. Nature of the force. Yeah. Deep, deep exploration of maybe nature of the force. Maybe it's a gathering type event that's like pre-Illum. Maybe it's like a place where like there's more green crystals than blue because Illum felt like there's a lot of blue crystals in Clone Wars. And I was like, there's just one like green for like... Uh, uh gun gun you're, you're
1: a green crystal guy i get that uh,
2: yeah. and I, I was like what about a place that's like more of a green emerald maze and like there's more green crystals and it's just yeah. like an illum but just a different world or something you know? okay
1: you guys can you can have one lightsaber as your own uh forever and be a jedi which lightsaber do you pick go oh
2: like which which well, like i mean like actually, the crystal has to call you can have like, like one light no, saber- i think you discover be- i think you discover when you're meant to discover what color your crystal is i don't think you get to choose really
1: yeah, I'm just saying uh, what's your fave? What's your favorite
2: You have to follow, yeah. You know. I don't know. I would hope that like a green crystal calls out to me, honestly.
1: But all right, you you get to you have to acquire, you take someone else's from canon, and now that's your your lights. Oh
2: up. yeah, dooku. Yeah. Right I mean
1: it's <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> dooku's
0: a good one. Yeah, present. Uh, like I I, I just was, I would drop that thing. My
2: favorite characters in all of Star Wars. I
0: I, I love Dooku. I would just characters. drop that thing constantly, like the curved, I don't think that would work for me. I feel like I might be stealing Ben's uh, one, but I mean, Obi-Wan Kenobi's lightsaber, Which one? Uh, three, the third one, like the last the one, final, the ultimate, the, one. the final, the that's ultimate one. one. I, to me, when I close my eyes and picture a lightsaber, that's the lightsaber I see. No like that is when I buy myself an actual lightsaber, not an actual, <laughs> When I was talking about this on the pod, very expensive. Oh. Like replica lightsaber, it's gonna be Obi Wan's. Like, really? It was yeah. just very
1: close to um to Luke's. Yes, Because a green crystal and Obi Wan. Yeah,
0: blue. I do like green a lot. It's tough, Dude, but right I know. Yeah,
1: that's why I don't know for the longest time mine was uh, Obi Wan's first Phantom Menace. Uh, oh,
0: yeah. oh yeah,
1: that one's the best. Kind of very but...
0: like
2: utilitarian. Like they're just like ergonomic. They're like there's a button to turn well, it on, a button to turn it off. No, and, no, 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 but like
1: no, no the, design design design. the design
0: is the design like. Yeah. like yeah obi-wan's third lightsaber has like there's like it's going in it's going out that looks like there's almost a hilt to it kind of yeah. like i can't, like, fluted I, yeah guys yeah. i'm not a huge fan of like
2: luke's lightsaber in return of the jedi it was never like my favorite well
0: you know it was a good run and, like that is podcast. sacrilege
2: i, I understand It just like was never
0: it's, it's a right. shame it's a shame this is
2: how it had to end
1: <laughs>
2: it was never my favorite it, that's was my it doesn't
1: have to be your favorite, man. You that's,
2: know what? I don't uh, like it. No, it doesn't have to be my favorite. I'm just saying, like, everyone's just like, it's the best ever. And I'm just like, all right, well, I don't know. It's like, I, there's other designs that I kind like. <laughs> like, like of like.
1: Like, I like my favorite design. Like,
2: I was like, there's like a hundred other lightsabers <laughs> that I'm like thinking about all the time.
1: Yeah, that's uh, fine, man. It was, you know, he was doing the best of what he had. And yeah, it's a no, it look Yeah, exactly. Like,
2: it feels like this sort of like, yeah, Adam. It's a, sort of, yeah.
1: It's a combination of like it's Obi Wan's it's design like Obi's and Yoda's like color. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Um, mine actually, I think my my real one though, because I just can't stop thinking about it, is Qui Gon Jinn's. I think that's best design. Yeah, that one's green. More... green,
2: green yeah, green. It's actually, green. just super basic though. It's like it seems like.
1: Yeah, but it's like black on one side. It has like an arrow shape. It's like, it looks like delicate. It
2: also, yeah. looks like exactly what, what you'd expect. You're like, can I get a lightsaber? And someone gives you that. You're like,
0: thank you, and you walk away. Yeah. It's not like you <laughs> wouldn't think twice. You wouldn't like. I
1: think Plo uh, Coons is like you wouldn't that. like most generic,
0: like sort of. Oh yeah. Do you know why I'm kind of yeah. like meh <laughs> on Qui Gon's lightsaber? Since we're all going like, yeah, it's like I meh. Mean, like,
2: it's like it's kind I, of a. Messaber, it, but it has also, like this. Like, it has sure.
0: this. Like, that's what I like. You it. have it, but it has this black thing and silver. But it almost <laughs> yeah. looks like a wave crest. Yeah. In the middle of it, like it looks like he just like he like he like put like a a decal on his lightsaber. Like this look oh, cool. Come
1: on, but it's very three D. It's like grippy. It, I always thought it, it was is like, grippy. It like, a little. I like, too, I
0: like the grippyness like, of it. Yeah. M- uh, real world. It's a little too real world yeah.
2: for me. It's like doesn't feel like it's in the Star yeah. Wars ah, galaxy. I
1: didn't expect to get this much. Yeah. It, there's a lot of pushback <laughs> like, now.
0: It's really. <laughs> I love how quickly it went from us to be like, you can't, that's wrong about 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 Luke's their lightsaber, and now we're piling up Ben about qui I know, when I clearly
1: have the best design ever. I mean, Dooku's
0: okay. was, was the right answer. That's why I jumped. I, to it. I had to not, jump on a safe. You're not wrong. Home base. It's, it, I was like, this Dooku's, is safe. It's so money. <laughs> Dooku's is my favorite lightsaber. I just wouldn't want it. Yeah, yeah does that make sense. No, like not
1: something you'd like
0: want to talk about, but like, it's kind of just throwing cool you like, I don't know. It's yeah. like Kane.
2: It's okay. So. Yeah, Did I don't you... know about Qui-Gon's. Qui-Gon's looks like a flashlight. I don't know. <laughs> it looks
1: like. <laughs> Look at Plo Koon's, man. That one is like
0: way. Yeah, you... is way like more you know, like a Plo flashlight.
1: Koons. I'm just saying it looks. It's a very elegant design for a more, uh, you know, dignified age.
0: Oh, yeah. It's very. That's pretty basic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: I like that. I, it, I think I had. It looks like something I'm not going to mention. His on nice here.
2: Hilt was like um, too thick for the hand. Like, it's a very thick hilt. you know? Yeah, it's, he's a big. It's, really if you're elegant? into a thick yeah. hilt. It's, yeah.
0: uh he's a big boy. Qui-Gon's a big boy. <laughs> yeah. No, <I> mean, sorry. <laughs> moving on before I say something that's going to get us into the E territory. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, did you see that this week they. Um, d- people were commenting on, I guess, I don't know if the art was already out there, but some of the promotional or um, design for Ride of Skywalker. I had Leia with the purple lightsaber.
1: Oh, yeah, I did read about that, actually.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I saw that as well. Yeah.
1: That would have been cool. That would have been a nice. Yeah. Touch. I think it's like there's a lot of blues lightsabers kicking around, you know. You know
2: what would have been wild in the sequel trilogy is if Leia just like busted out a lightsaber and just <laughs> stopped. Yeah, red. I would have been <laughs> like, this is money. I don't know. I would have been like,
1: ooh. Like, yeah, it's just a lot of retconning they need to do. Why she never busted it out until then. But I mean, still, they yeah, didn't. it was kind
2: of like she could have uh, when you really I, think about what they built. Yeah.
1: I actually love that story in Rise of Skywalker where, like, she had a vision and was just like, nope, I'm going to be a diplomat and not like a fighter after yeah. she already trained to be an amazing fighter. And then you yeah. know, had built the lightsaber and everything. And then it sort of got passed on um, at that pivotal moment to Ray. I, I, I love that.
2: I mean, Leia is the rebellion. She is hope.
1: She, yeah,
2: she is the yeah. symbol of. You know, the resistance, which is well beautiful. It's such a gorgeous thing. But why can't you use a blaster and a lightsaber? I don't I don't I don't see the problem with that. Just always having a lightsaber at the hurry. I mean, like, why I from know, a story like standpoint that, or from know.
0: like a like the like, yeah. Just I like know. I don't know why I,
2: Finn couldn't have a lightsaber and a blaster I mean, and like break open yeah. Star Wars a little bit. I don't know.
0: I mean that's, that's also yeah. also what we are gonna get at some point. I mean, I he's hope. next time we see yeah. Finn, he's running around with a lightsaber. Yeah, I just I just, and just didn't know a blaster know. for sure. Yeah.
2: It would also be cool if Leia could knight people just in, like, very tiny scenes somewhere. Like, I don't know. Like, just some crazy – like, I don't know. I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) Just some – Mark the time. I'm uh, kind of into Leia's lightsaber, by the way. I never – I just was Googling it. I I like that design, I have to say, because it is a little bit like – it's a little bit like Obi-Wan and Luke's, but it's got that, like, kind of gold – yeah, oh, like her design, aired, I
2: think it's more my favorite. I think I that's my that's my yeah. favorite I think in the
0: Skywalker like family I think her, it's like, pretty great actually
1: it's super Art Deco it's yeah. like it her, is
0: very good yeah. call it's totally Art Deco it's like Coruscant I, um,
1: in the prequel era sort yeah, of. yeah
0: looks gorgeous I'm buying money I buy all the skywalkers uh replica lightsabers and have them on my wall
1: yeah. they're pretty gorgeous. I mean the original Graflex is kind of beautiful
0: yeah.
2: So, yeah. yeah i mean her lightsaber is almost like brass like it's yeah yeah. Know, color yeah it's
1: region. like a rose gold or something it's yeah
2: it, oh. it's yeah i love it um i don't know. yeah i, I don't know i have best lightsaber ever
1: or, one or Yoda. that, yoda's up so
2: there. like yoda's little lightsaber that he. yeah that's a good
1: one so uh, you get one for your size mitt it's yeah. it's a very odd shaped lightsaber. There's just I yeah. just noticed a, that um there's a lot of really they really phoned in the designs. Wait, we're not talking about Ahsoka's
2: lightsabers.
1: Like, oh yeah, those, those are, had are a,
2: the best lightsabers. Those
0: she's are had, pretty sweet.
1: She's had two or three different pairs, and uh, they're each they're each very cool. I like their original ones are like they're like they're more clunky and they look kind of you know standard. And then then she has these like.
0: Yeah, I Like the new one, just look
1: like katana, yeah. like yeah. and like hilts. Um,
0: so, and they look great. The white yeah, one, but one's long and one's short, though, right? I still the don't know the, the, yeah, I I I I that. That. the
2: science of like how she like pulls the saber out like a katana, and
1: <laughs> the, yeah.
2: like, the, sa- the basically, the lightsaber is like the katana blade as she pulls it out. And I'm like, she has perfectly timed the cadence of like. The, basically the ignition of the saber as she draws it, that it mimics exactly
1: yeah.
2: a katana, like a samurai katana. And yeah, like,
1: as it's being drawn
2: on with the physics here. Has she dialed that into the sabers? Because it seems like a slower like ignition at some time. It's like, it's wild. Like she does some stuff with lightsabers, I think in Clone Wars that you just don't see yeah. in live action. And, and, and I would love to see, I think that's the time? next, that's the next like big front of choreography I would love to see is like Rosaria Dawson, you know just going like ham yeah <laughs> yeah
1: well yeah, yeah i mean Free we sword, saw her go yeah. ham and mando season yeah
2: she two. did she went it was great but I,
1: more of more she, ham that was my favorite episode yeah favorite i hope is just doing like yeah. sword combat training yeah. like yeah. Alt, like for years or months
0: yeah, that was uh, my favorite episode of season two yes let's not forget michael bean's
1: Role like, in,
2: that, oh, in that episode. Oh, he was so good in that episode.
0: I mean, like, wow,
1: yeah.
0: Just he was a, kind of a general, sort of like, yeah, yeah, like, oh yeah, he was the I mean, he yeah. he was in like every 80s movie of all time. He was in Terminator, yeah, Aliens, yeah. Tombstone. Like, right. he's just yeah, that guy. Navy huh. seals. <clears throat> Navy seals
1: nice um oh. actually talking about we talked about the second season of mando mm-hmm. there was also this random like image that was seen in spain and it said uh boba fett season two coming muy pronto um hmm. well, for those of you who don't hablo espanol at home uh it is uh, i mean do we really have soon to? yeah uh so it, i don't know a lot of what's done out of it i, I think it's more Probably a typo, but um, for like it was just like a random um, I think flyer uh, in Spain or like poster in Spain, but um, we might get uh, Boba Fett season two, so that would be pretty interesting. You
0: know, we yeah. talked a lot about no, what it, Joe about be. the hunt
2: for so- Han Solo. I'm ready.
0: Oh, yeah, uh, there you go. I mean, yes, I for the Revenge of the Huts.
2: He's I like, really he's to... like all this time. I really, I haven't talked about my one major gripe, (laughs) my one major nemesis. Uh, There's a guy, his name's Han Solo, he's gotta go.
1: That would be hilarious, actually, if he was just chasing. That would be people. a lot to oh. drop
2: on me. That would be like a Rise of Skywalker amount of lore to drop on people, like, late <laughs> in Boba's kind of reconstruction period here. Yeah.
1: I mean, that that doesn't really fit with his character now. Like, he doesn't seem like, now I'm going to be bent on revenge, you know? At this point, he's like a daimyo. I think it's more likely, like, Black Sun or the Hutts are now... Trying to take back their like territory, and he has to defend it or something. But
2: um, yeah, I was hoping we get Nel Huda or Narshada or yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. I want to see both of Hut space,
2: our... actually, it's called Hut space. That whole region, yeah. of space, anywhere in Hut Whole space. region. I would love to explore that region. I think Tatooine is actually again, outlying planet, just or, or you know, just south of Hut space.
0: There might be more to this story than it first appears. Sorry, I I was I swear I was listening to everything you just said. I actually was space. I, was, I think I that's all, that's what we're calling space the space. episode. All right. So I'm looking at this poster, right? This poster is fascinating. Because it's for all the Star Wars shows. Yeah. And so it has the Mandalorian, has seasons one and two available now. I'm translating for everyone. Yeah. Season three coming soon, which we know is true. Obi-Wan, season one available soon. Or season one available now. And or Season one available 31st of August. So it's everything reason. else is recent. Everything else is accurate. And like we sometimes like we often get these confirmations in some ways that it often happens in foreign markets where it's not clearly said what information is for close hold, what information is for promotion. So maybe. Right. Like, like I I, it, it, I don't know. Maybe. I, yeah. I, it, it, it looks really legit.
1: But there's no, there's no story. I mean, it says it's coming soon. There's been no stories about it actually filming. It'd be weird if they're like surprise. There's another season
0: of. But Boba that's kind of how the first season happened. Remember, like, yeah. it, remember there was like sure. brief kind of like certain rumors. And the other thing that's happening right now is there are so many Star Wars shows filming currently. Yeah, how could anyone keep track? That you might be able to sneak in a little bit, and who knows how much the, because they also basically taped two episodes of of The Mandalorian during Boba Fett. Like, they might be. Yeah dovetailing some of this tape some of the some of the uh filming in with Mandalorian for all we know. So yeah. I mean I'm trying to like do this like tinfoil hat thing, but Locked in falls in attack position. I don't know. This seems interesting. Like there do might be think, more here. Do we think
2: Book of Boba Fett wasn't into sort of the underworld and maybe now that Boba's the Dayu of uh Mose Isley, I guess yeah Mose Espa was Isley? Espa. Espa Yeah, Espa Espa, 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 yeah. Espa, sorry. Um now that he's like, you know, the Daiu of that area, wouldn't he come across a new syndicate? Maybe he's already dealt with the pikes. Now there's someone else, basically. It's sort of like another Probably, syndicate.
1: Yeah. yeah. I hope it gets bigger, you know, but About son? the droid
2: gotra. Yeah. Droid
1: Ooh! Got- on yeah.
2: Droid gotra v boba fat. I mean, the modders
0: would just slice into them. You know, I don't know. It's true. But then you could also like would
2: instantly take out the
0: droids. You could also get the Mandalorian back because he hates droids. So he'd be ha- more than happy to lend his uh, services.
1: Yeah. Uh, he's, you know, jury's out on that now. That's true. He's like, come back around.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I still think they need to, if they're going to do a, a season two of that show, I think they need to time jump or reboot it. You know what I mean? Like, again, yeah. like, like great. You said the hunt for Han Solo. That should be season two.
1: Well, I
2: don't
0: know. Maybe in Bad Batch, uh
2: they can do something where Omega sort of Yeah. Can connect somehow to Boba Fett and then Boba Fett can then she can actually appear in the show and they That's do some gotta really happen. fun,
0: synergized thing. That would be fun, yeah. I mean they literally had the call out in, in the whole in Bad Batch season one of Alpha and Omega. Like I mean yeah. they're they gotta be saving that for the season, right? Like you gotta have the baby Boba Fett show up in Bad Batch.
1: Yeah, that would make sense. Or Omega show up in uh, Book of Boba. Yeah, I
0: always thought it'd be cool. if Boba Fett
2: like did explore Camino again, and like there's a cloning angle in his whole story. I was like, it wouldn't he be a fun character to go back and explore the clones, mm-hmm. given he's the template or, or like the unaltered yeah. un- template, basically. I don't know. It's uh, there's something poetic about.
1: Yeah, like, that, him I mean, there's, there's that a lot of ways of to so. get him. There's a lot of ways to get him out of a Mos Espa, but one of them could be he, he could be captured by cloners. Um, you know, the, like whether it's Kaminoans or like oh,
2: you're a- extremely rare. You're like one of the clones. Yeah. You're like unaltered clone. You know what I mean? Like yeah, like it, maybe at the time with the Kaminoans, it was a good deal for Django, but later the Empire is like ooh, unaltered and like it's yeah. that original DNA. Like we could, we could, I guess, study. You know, I don't know peak performance cloning and how we could match it better using this. Yeah. You know, his,
1: his, maybe his
2: they age. yeah i don't know i don't know i wouldn't know what the science is but
1: yeah or it's like an exploratory mission to be like maybe we do want to start making clones again you know right before the right. first order tries you know they're just stealing orphans or making orphans um for their army like maybe they they decide to try and explore it but obviously boba fett's not going to be caged um how have
2: they not done lando yet how have we not seen dh lando yet that's kind of or han really i mean like but lando like i feel like given he's in shadow of the Sith and he's an existing character to this day in the timeline. It's like, why wouldn't you do like a like little nods to Lando and especially like, I don't know, just like a, on, I don't know, traveling in his like, I, yeah. Young, like, yeah. or something, I don't know. That's to
1: Billy D, you know, if he wants to do a de-aged thing, um,
2: yeah. That's what I'm saying. Billy D, I think I think it would be the coolest. Be for it. Yeah. I think it would be the coolest use Bill, of de aging. Billy D is very old Skywalker. smoothie, and he always will be. And yeah, he's great in that. I think de aging him would be like you get it would just be the beautiful performance, honestly. Really yeah.
0: Beautiful. And I'm loving how they're treating Lando and Shadow of the Sith, which we'll talk about next week. I'm really enjoying oh, his yeah. character in that book. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. I guess we know his daughter's name now
2: too. And it's yeah. not John. <laughs> Whatever we thought in the wow. back in the well, day. I, yeah <laughs> they, they also probably renamed all there. back in the day we were like it is she his daughter like we the movie oh. just ended there was a lot of leaving. i still think that is a question. yeah it was, daughter, yeah, it was like
1: kadera or something right but yeah that's a good yeah, point Kudera. because
2: that's right that's right. she
1: was taken when she was like six so she'd at least yeah. should at least You've know working
0: for for a long no, time she'd be a lot older than what no she wouldn't she'd be about the same age as as uh anyway I, we'll talk timeline next. That time. makes perfect sense for his character, and I'm almost like dying for the Lando show now because that yeah. is like,
2: that is so meaty—the drama of like having lost your daughter, but now you're like, giving into your sports sportsman sort of ways, and then, getting the responsibility of becoming an administrator, and before he's on Bespin, I think he's like he's on another planet before there and, uh, before Bespin. But uh, yeah, I would love a Lando show, and I would love Billy D. Just uh, ooh, Billy D would be incredible.
1: So I mean, if you've got a second for timeline, she Always. was uh, she was born. Uh, Kadera Calrissian was born 13 Aby, and she was abducted in 15 Aby. So it is possible she doesn't know her. Yeah.
0: Well, and she was born between, and then Jana was born between 12 and 15 Aby.
1: Yeah. So. So.
0: Yes. Yeah, that, yeah. So it works out. It's hard to talk about that because you don't want to necessarily say the two uh, dark, complex people are related to each other in a movie. That's not why we're saying that. It's just the clunkiness of that like, hey, I lost my daughter. Like, yeah, you're the exact age my daughter would be and you were kidnapped, you know, and then not deal with that. (laughs) to At least be like, but you're not like it's such a weird yeah, it's so weird. Yeah,
1: I found out this cool thing on Wikipedia. Wouldn't where...
2: you at six know your name is Kadara? Or, when yeah, well,
1: you... she was two. Oh,
0: yeah, she was when two she was... when she was kidnapped because she's no. been missing for like four years or five years during the when, uh, yeah, yeah,
1: um, yeah. There's a cool thing on Wikipedia where you can it hyperlinks years and so you can see what happened that year. So, yeah. for example, in 15 ABY, uh, Luke Skywalker begins training his nephew Ben Solo. Uh, the Jedi Order is restored and Rey Skywalker is born. Um, so those are all things. And also K- Kadara Calrissian is abducted by the First Order. So it's kind of cool when you just do those slices, you can see.
2: So Kadara, so Jana could be Kadara. They could be. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. It, the timeline matches yeah. up for sure. Yeah. They're both born around the same time, both abducted by First Order. So yeah. possibly, but I guess a lot of kids were probably abducted at that same time period by first orders. Yeah. yeah I mean
1: I, I feel like Rise of Skywalker insinuated it strongly enough. It really yeah, I felt like it in the yeah.
2: movie. I was like, oh, it's his daughter, but it was like no setup for it until we read this book, basically.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of it was random. The
0: weird setup was in the I think the visual dictionary for Rise of Skywalker. Oh weird. yeah, yeah, that was it. yeah. They do come that's out like when they day first day mentioned that least. his daughter was kidnapped. Yeah. Oh, those do come out the day of the
2: release, so I should have read that, and then I should have seen the movie. That would have helped. We, we talked about it.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't really want the spoilers. I, I like. I want to see it in the film version. I
2: agree. I never look at it until yeah after. But um. Also, can we do the math on like the Emperor's first sun real quick while we're on the uh? Or yeah, the I, first? I happen
1: uh, to I happen to have it pulled up. Uh, I think
2: I, I know what it is.
1: It well what. Do I think it's think?
2: fourteen Bby. I think this. I you're think you really. Born
1: you're close. 14. It's twelve. It's twelve Bby.
2: Exactly. Is that like where is that listed?
1: It's Wikipedia for. for I don't words.
2: think. I don't think they're right. I think it's fourteen. They might be wrong. Yeah. I think it's fourteen, honestly, okay. because if he's thirty three when Ray is five, and then you add fourteen years, and he's forty seven. Then you minus, like and that's, that's, that's TFA because she's nineteen, and he's forty-seven. You know, minus thirty to re, to Return of the Jedi. Um,
1: There's a lot of math going on. Seventeen,
2: right now, and then you minus three is fourteen. When it's Battle when of Yavin, eight. and then you minus fourteen from Battle of Yavin, and it's fourteen BBY when he was born, basically. So uh,
0: all right, I'll
2: I thought one of that
0: six okay. years after, and I'm a statistician. Did you follow any of that? I feel like no. I I, no, I, I like I I checked out there for a second. Yeah. So I missed like I missed one of the carry of the whatever. Well, all I know is he was thirty three when Ray was five. It's well, he's thirty three when he dies, according to Wikipedia.
2: And Ray is five at that time or six at that time. I don't know. That's well, all we need to do uh, is
0: uh, those two uh, dates, right? Uh, and I look uh, at those two. When dates. was Ray born? No, uh, she's just she's no more than five or six. A- a- B- y. She's, so she's six. So she's five or six. When,
2: five or six, I think Ochi says or someone says when they see her. It's like yeah. The so girl no more than five. Or Orlando is like no more than five Daphne or six. Dies. Yeah, like, it's wild. <laughs> wait, the yeah, the uh yeah, that book is crazy. I can't wait to talk about it. Um
1: yeah, and we will uh next week, a week from today, we'll be uh, but, uh
2: about. No, I mean like when did you say 12 BBY?
1: Uh, 12 is what's listed in wikipedia yeah
2: okay yeah that makes sense i mean that makes that makes sense too that, that works that's before obi before solo
1: yep it is the year that uh vader moves into fortress vader mm. is uh,
2: it i think he did that earlier he did that like 18 bby hey
1: man you know i'm just reading is you bring it up with, up with no. wikipedia when did, like, when
2: did those Sewell comics, those Sewell comics were set like 18 BBY. They were set like right after the Empire. Or not even like... This 17.
1: was a little bit later when we got into the fortress stuff, I think.
2: Oh, that was like... The and this is, and this is also like... Okay, they okay. said
1: like rebuilt, so um, who knows how many times... No,
2: you're before. right. I think, the, I think the volumes jumped, each one uh, the yeah. each Vader volume. You're right. Okay.
1: Yep. Um. In 12 BBY... Uh, Ephraim and Myra Bridger are captured by the Galactic Empire. Harrison and Dula leads Ryloth fight against the Empire. Um, and Darth Sidious's clone, Dathan, is created on Exegol. And K2SO yeah. is constructed on Voltage. Yeah, oh, look
0: at that. Do you know how Strandcasts are made, by the way? Uh,
1: with magic,
0: adding I- the genes of other specimens to a-, to a base template. So, meaning that like Dathan is Dathan or whatever his name is, is. Palpatine plus something else, which means Snoke is Palpatine plus Luke. Luke. 100%. Yeah, that, that is was another thing. Snoke I, is I posted on Twitter, Palpatine. I was like, would it not
2: have been an incredible reveal Luke-a-teen, to like the DNA connection with Luke, if Snoke, yeah. if that's indeed true for Snoke? Yeah, I'm hoping that's true. It is. It Until is. Someone tells me definitely it's The hand Yep. In the, yeah. the jar. Right. Pickled, pickled uh, Luke hand. That was a yeah. uh,
1: a great a, comic
2: good panel yeah
1: good panel um okay i'm gonna call it guys but uh, all it we just are just getting started we're just getting started, getting started. i know we'll talk more off air about uh, yeah. luke's hand and cloning um but we'll spare you all um until the next episode where we will almost certainly bring it up again um please join <laughs> us next week uh with we'll be having uh mig dowell in the fourth chair and um we're going to talk about uh shadow of the sith and uh, learn about Meg Dowell's life um, as it relates to the Star Wars galaxy far, far away. This it's is Grex Kondak signing off. Um, thanks very much for, the for the latest breaking news, always. follow um, at we'll Corvold News next on, on Twitter
2: and Instagram. Thank you and good night. Remember, the Force will be with you always.